0: Hello and welcome to Simple Self-Care by Naturally Randy K. This is a podcast dedicated to simplifying the healing journey by aligning your self-care practices with your own inner wisdom and the natural cycles outside and within. Though self-care has become quite the buzzword, it's actually a vital tool that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore how to create a deep and meaningful relationship with ourself. Naturally, intentionally, and simply. Hello, my friends, and welcome, or welcome back, to the podcast. And happy October. Happy Harvest Moon. And happy all things fall. There's a lot of good things going on (laughs) in some realms. In others, it has been quite the week, right? So let's take some deep breaths. If you're listening to this maybe a little bit later, uh, it's probably still a good time to take deep breaths. There's probably still a lot going on. <laughs> but today, I want to talk to you about something related to fall, but it's that it's just been on my mind and has been coming up a lot in conversation more than usual lately. And it's how important it is to feel at home within our body and with our personal life, with so much going on in the world that feels out of our control. We need to have a safe space to land within more than ever. And one thing that helps me and helps a lot of the people that I serve and teach is to find comfort and guidance in nature in observing the seasons and even the moon cycles and aligning them with our own natural cycles and letting that energy be a guide and a grounding point for self-care. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you already know this about me. And even if you are new here, you probably chose this episode to listen to because you also love seasonal living and you want to learn more. So I'm happy to be talking to you today about the healing practices for this glorious time of year. And as I was prepping what I wanted to talk about today, I remember that I already covered a lot of this in a past episode with my friend, herbalist, and creator of my favorite skincare line, Lagome Body Co, Kristen Runvick. Since that chat was a few years ago now, I think, I figured it would be fun to replay bits of that conversation for you, since we both share our favorite fall rituals, as well as why we love seasonal living. So I have that for you to go over all things fall healing practices. And then I also want to encourage you to head over to my website and grab my free autumn self-care guide full of even more of my simple yet effective ways to connect with nature, to tune into this time of year And use the gifts of this season to support your own healing and to guide your practices. So you can go to naturallyrandyk.com slash autumn self-care. Or you can just click the link in the description of this episode or at the show notes. And you'll be taken right to it. It's free. It's short and sweet. It's full of a lot of good nuggets. So head over there and enjoy. And Kristen also has a lovely seasonal skincare guide and discount for Simple Self-Care Listeners. It's another free guide, and it features seasonal guidance to nourish and support your skin from the outside in. So it'd be a great compliment to my guide because I don't really dig into skincare as much. So you can get both for free and just have all of the support that you need. So you can head to the show notes at naturallyrandyk.com slash podcast to get the guide, and you can get 10% off her glorious skincare products. Oh, they're so good. You can order straight from LegomBody.co and use the code SIMPLESELFCARE10 at checkout. Okay, so lots of goodies for you. But for now, please enjoy my conversation with Kristen, where we chat about our favorite fall rituals, the benefits of seasonal living, the wisdom of slow healing, natural ways to boost your immune system, and the best skincare practices for the fall and winter seasons. Okay, enjoy this little replay and make sure you're still finding the joy during the season of life. Here we go.
1: I didn't really grow up in a family that was very outdoorsy. In the winter we spent, and fall, winter, I feel like a lot of people are like this, but um, spent a lot of time inside or going to the movies or um everything was inside i didn't really spend a lot of time outside i didn't really have much of a connection with the outdoors when it was the fall and winter i really i dreaded it as a i love summer and that's still true to this day but moving to the pacific northwest and you know, the seasons are clearly very different here. But I think overall, what made the biggest impact was going to herbalism school and starting to do that self-exploration through herbalism. Um, In class, you know, we would spend a lot of time learning the seasonal plants, learning what was growing. We would go out on plant walks, even if it was pouring down rain, or we would go on hikes in the summer and find out what was uh, growing at that time or that ele- different elevations as well. You know, we go up in the mountains. But um, in terms of how this has impacted my business and just the way that I kind of explore the seasons and live through them, is that I have found a much deeper connection to nature in general and have really started to appreciate the energetics and the the plants that grow or die during the season Um, and just making space for myself and my you know all the feelings that come up depending you know we're in fall so that usually is a contracting time whereas summer again is my favorite but it's a very extroverted it's very yang but i find this is on the contrary with my business i find like i get very focused in fall and it's when I get things done and I get very organized, I guess that makes sense. But, um, but yeah, the plants have really helped me just stay in this earthly realm. Right. I can, I definitely have um a very active mind and I can worry a lot and overthink things a lot, but plants have just, you know, my my rule every, especially in the winter and fall, is getting outside every day. Doesn't even matter if it's for like one minute, like getting my butt outside, smelling the fresh air, seeing what's going on, seeing what plants, what they're doing, you know, just noticing. What about you?
0: Oh, geez. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say one thing that I like to do, I guess, in the, I walk a lot more in the fall than in the summer like to my studio is like 12 blocks from my house and so i i like to take my time in nature more in these harsher seasons and like i mean autumn is my favorite time of year so i just really live it up and i try to be outside as much as possible especially right now because it's been like 75 80 degrees <laughs>
1: That sounds amazing. And it's the leaves been so are cold changing. here. Really? Yeah. The it's leaves been
0: cold are- and rainy already. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. We've had like summertime weather without it being like gross. And then the evenings and the mornings are like crisp autumn. Like it's just been amazing. Um, and so I do walk more and um I like to walk in the winter. I love the crunch of the snow and I love like the crispness of my nose you know Um, (laughs) but you have to be careful in Fargo (laughs) when you walk in the winter it's like a really rare day actually but like you I do try to to get outside and I'd say for fall it's when I like to get my exercise routine in place at least that's what I'm telling myself (laughs) 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 trying to get to it (laughs) well I think like it's just the last chance to really refuel your reserves and I mean autumn is the harvest time so that's you know that makes sense but when you really stop and think about it I mean in our modern world we don't um really need to do that as much but the farmers are still doing it you know the growers are still doing it So we can have things, um, more things year round, but I feel like whatever I maybe didn't get to get to in the summertime, like, it's like, okay, get outside, eat well, go to the farmer's market, like store some food and just like, get it together because, because winter is coming, you know, like (laughs) winter is exactly. Um, so yeah. But I, I feel like each season becomes more like organic of a process. I don't have to think as much about like, oh, it's fall. I better check these things off my list. It just starts to feel like how I operate, especially focusing on the plant world. Cause you really do have to know what's in season and, and where mm-hmm. you can get things and, and there's joy to every season because you know, what's going to be popping up or would the best time to harvest the roots for this thing or that. And yeah, that's oh. my, that's my tangent, I guess. <laughs>
1: not, no tangent. I, I definitely resonate with that. I, I used to, uh, dread certain seasons I always hated fall. I hated winter.
0: You hated fall? I hated You're fall. You're like the first person I've met that hates fall or well, hated fall.
1: Yeah. I don't hate fall now. <laughs> but when I was a Midwestern girl who just like, wasn't, I didn't have the relationship that I do with the earth now. I, I mean, I definitely grew up outside and I was, you know, I had a different relationship with nature. Let's put it that way. But I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I did not like the the coolness. I didn't like knowing that you know it was gonna. I was gonna be stuck inside. It was kind of that feeling. But now, like you said, uh, I definitely resonate with the notion of just no. Yeah, it's a very organic process, and there is a, an aspect of appreciation and gratitude for every season, and it is a reflection of life like human life and uh, life on earth where we all live through these seasons as well so um i just find it as i find it very i i guess i'm trying to think of the right word like liberating in a sense where Mm -hmm. you can just be um present every day and you're not just thinking about the future or the past or how you know and you know how a lot of people talk about the weather and how like, um, that's kind of like a common complaint. That's not a complaint really in my life anymore. I'm just like, okay, it's just I mean, if if you have a garden, you got to know though, that's one thing you got to (laughs) know. But other than that, you know, it's just, yeah. So it's been an evolution for me, but, uh, living in a seasonal way has been life-changing in a lot of ways. Mm Mm-hmm. I
0: definitely relate to the being more focused and productive in the fall. And I think mm-hmm. that does kind of feed into that squirreling idea, you know, like just, you gotta get, <laughs> she, you can't see her, but she did a very wonderful squirreling uh, impression. Um, digging. digging. Yes. And it, you kind of do like, it's just like, there's just this push to, to get things done and wrap things up. And mm-hmm. I think I, intentionally do that as well um and it's kind of like a another form of springtime you know where springtime i feel like you're you know dusting things off and and opening the windows and stuff and cleaning it out but i also feel like it's like the opposite where you want to clean things out so you don't take it with you into the winter and make sure you only have what you really need or want um cuz especially here like even my house can just feel like this cave um for a while and if i've got too much clutter or i haven't cleaned well that's going to be with me you know <laughs> for a while so yeah. that's definitely one of my fall rituals is to clean and declutter and just mm-hmm. get my nest ready i guess
1: yeah well, it's funny because the last I've been working on a few products for the last maybe like four or five months, and um kind of just sitting on them, you know I, I just doing a lot of research and testing, and I definitely to me that really reflects that summer energy. I'm just like going out, I'm exploring checking out new things, I did a lot of ordering to check out new suppliers and working with different um um growers and farmers, and then it was like two weeks ago, well, also because I'm moving across the country, there is you know that fire under my butt also, but I was like,' all right, four new products are coming out, and this I'm just gonna go because there's an aspect to you with me of the perfectionism of trying to get you know the best possible formula that I can get, which I think is a good thing overall, but it can kind of hold you back. So, yeah, I was just like, here's here's four new products for fall. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, I am working on a few more, but I'm like, I need to just, yeah. just need to sit on that. Yeah,
0: I think there is a tendency to overdo it in the fall too. Like a lot of my clients, just body work wise, but the, like my self-care clients, like they are so frazzled in the first month like September it's back to school it's a change it's like all of a sudden you get snapped back into reality and there's all these new things to do and I think the season change is really intense and it stirs people up more than they recognize like Mm -hmm. the the wind the cold the things you're not used to like it just can mess with you and so it's it's frazzled outside, it's frazzled Mm -hmm. inside and and we don't really frazzles. All the frazzles. So it's like the there's there's good and bad to each season, you know, Mm -hmm. or pleasant things and not so pleasant things. (laughs) Um and so I find that having grounding practices Mm -hmm. are vital through this season. Like through turning into fall, winter and coming into spring, summer, like those two times of the year, it's like, you've really got to stick to what grounds you or else mm-hmm. you're going to float away with the autumn leaves. You know, you're going to <laughs> crash a burn. And yes, so. that,
1: that was definitely my, uh, in my mind, what I saw was being in like a race car and then just slamming on the brakes. Like mm-hmm. That's what it feels like when you come into fall, you're just like, Oh my gosh. And yeah, I, I think also if you, this has been the case for me, I can't speak for you or anyone else who follows seasonal practices, but for me, I have found that by, especially with fall with having these really grounding practices that I actually am able to improve my health and I'm able to prevent a lot of um, the typical, sick low immunity things that I used to experience a lot in the fall and same for spring but knowing kind of what my body needs and listening to it and then taking you know the right action has been really really helpful and you know for the last few winters I haven't gotten super super sick or had a lot of allergic reactions to what's going on outside where that used to be kind of just my life. I just accepted that that was the case. And once I learned some of these plant things, I have been able to support my body through the seasons, which is, I love that that's a very practical way to support yourself as you go.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it almost is, I'm realizing that my body is getting healthier each season but I'm not used to that. Like I'm always used to getting the colds or Mm -hmm. feeling these things. And actually just today I was, I don't know what I was researching. Oh, I was studying from a women's health book. And it's like, Oh, you might have adrenal fatigue if you have these symptoms. And I used to read those things and be like, Oh my gosh, do I have adrenal fatigue? Like it was almost everything I would research. I'd be like, Oh, is my thyroid out? Like, you know, and I read those things today, and I was like, "I, I don't really relate." Like, what you know? <laughs> and I just, I just am noticing that I'm slowly getting healthier, so slowly that I it's hard for me to even notice. And I think that's the beautiful thing about these practices is that it is slow medicine over time, and but then when you stop and and look and I do use the seasons and the changing of the seasons to reevaluate
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the the time off that I took this summer with the podcast and social media and all these other things I was just doing it because I felt like it was the right thing but I didn't even notice like the deep healing that was happening that now when I read those things I'm like oh did that work <laughs> can i have a different thing going on you know and I've I've always got things to work on and and health to gain but it's really beautiful the the slow progression of it Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I found just to add on to that a little bit um for me I think part of it 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 I'm responding to the thing about you finding the article about adrenal or reading about the adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. I think when you have these practices and just kind of the way that I've felt with them as well is that there's a level of trust that I have with my body that I didn't before, where I would be, I would do the same thing. I would read articles and be like, oh my gosh, like that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. And just being in a health conscious um and optimizing space in terms of work and learning like you said there's always a place to kind of improve your health and not look on life but um I've definitely come to a place where I just I'm not really worrying about all those things and I'm really just kind of trusting what my body is telling me as opposed to um just forcing through life (laughs)
0: yeah I think focusing on the healing habits that you love and that makes sense and the and when it's plant medicine, it's gonna check a lot of boxes. It's not a one to one thing mm-hmm. you know? so it's like, okay, I'm gonna do these things for for my adrenals, but then all of a sudden you find that your skin is clearer and mm-hmm. your mental health is better, and you know it it just it really just it's the true meaning of holistic, I feel like for sure, so.
1: yeah, and that goes back to what I said in the beginning, which is um you know our our the way that I look at plant medicine and the way that I've been taught and just the way I see the world is um, you know preventing. Uh, preventative medicine is the best medicine and so much of that can come from food and plants are also food there's a lot of medicinal plants that you can eat obviously um and yeah I just my relationship with that has just gotten better over the years
0: so so what are the things that you do right now so what what are you filling up your medicine cabinet with or your refrigerator <laughs> to, yeah. um, support yourself during this time of year?
1: So my, uh, well, let me start with the number one thing that is, doesn't cost a thing, sleep. <laughs> so like really good sleep. Um, I've
0: heard of this. Thing. Yes.
1: This, this thing <laughs> called sleep. <laughs> um, but you know, summer again is a time where you're just like most people are just going, going, going. There's more light, you know. Our our for those of us in the northern hemisphere in the in fall, where we are shifting back towards the darkness, and it's nothing to fear. But sleeping, yeah, you know, getting into bed at relatively the same time every night and waking up at the same time, you know, every day, sleep without without sleep. You can take all the herbs in the world, but if you're not getting good, adequate sleep, it's really, it's just kind of futile from what I've seen. So that's one thing, you know, just having that established ritual for myself. And then in terms of plant medicine, my go-to fall, late summer, early fall, well, I kind of take it throughout the the um, winter as well, but elderberry is my go-to. I start taking that in the late summer, just knowing what's coming and as a way to support my immune system and, you know, kids start going back to school, everyone, you know, it doesn't even matter if you've got kids or not, or if you're out in public, you know, people are, most people are getting sick and harboring germs. And so you're going to be in it. It doesn't really matter where, because I work majority from home, but I still go out and. Um, So elderberry, what I use is a really nice, I, I don't, sometimes I make my own elderberry syrup in the fall. What I found, it usually only lasts about two weeks and I don't normally need to take that much over two weeks time. So I buy this elderberry, it's in a little squirt bottle So you just squirt in your, the elderberry syrup in your mouth every morning. And I, it's part of my morning ritual. So when I'm like making my coffee and taking my multivitamins, I also take my elderberry syrup and it has like licorice and ginger and astragalus, which are all immune supporting herbs. And they also, you know, they ward off bacteria, viruses and other pathogens. So that's definitely my go-to and that has been a ritual for me for this is my second year of being really intentional about it but I have also done it um in the past as well but last year was the first year that I was really intentional and I didn't get sick at all and I was people in my house were sick who don't normally get sick so I felt like I won (laughs) yes you could probably find it online somewhere um You just search like elderberry spray. I'm sure a ton of stuff. Yeah, because the thing is that there's a lot of elderberry syrups, and those tend to be pretty expensive. But this is what this one's in like a little two ounce bottle, and I think it's like eight or nine dollars, and it lasts quite a uh, quite a long time. Even with I'm you know I'm taking it every day, but I think that's really important. You know, with if you are dealing with um, like if you tend to get sick every fall and winter. It's just one way that you can help support your body with that. And there's a number of other things you can do to support your immune system. Um, But that I have found just to be a good, it's like insurance, right? Like it's my plant insurance for fall and
0: winter. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's the uh, things that you can do daily are going to be the most effective. And especially with plant medicine, I feel like once you get sick, there's stuff you can do to support you to get better but there's nothing that's more effective than preventing it in the first place right yeah so
1: So elderberry just to give people a cue on when to take it is like if you start sneezing and coughing if you have forgotten for example and you haven't been taking it every day and then you come home and you're like oh my throat is itchy or you're starting to like get the runny nose, that's when you take like double, you know, like I double up on, um, the amount, it's not like you can overdose or like, um, really take too much of elderberry and it's not that much anyway. It's like maybe a teaspoon altogether for a double dose. But, and then I do the same, I do that throughout the day. And then if you get sick, like you said, and you're, cause yeah, at that point, The elderberry is not really going to help you, but what will help when you're, um, when you're recovering from your sickness is echinacea. So people usually do the opposite and they take echinacea consistently where that's really better and more indicated when you've already been sick and you take it for a shorter amount of time rather than a long-term thing. In terms of other kind of practices to, uh, integrate more into your life in fall, I would definitely recommend looking at food as medicine. So going back to what you just said about eating those like warming soups, um, and stews and, um, focusing on plants that are going to be really warming to the body. And, um, like this is not, it is a food, but ginger and ginger tea, like that is a food. I consider that food as medicine. That is also really helpful at um supporting the gut and the immune system. And if you're someone who runs pretty cold, ginger can be a really great friend during this transitional season. Um and then I cannot no herbalist is officially an herbalist if they don't talk about fire brew or fire cider. Yes. And that is like a classic um thing for the fall and winter seasons. That has all your immune-supporting plants. So you've got, the base is pretty much like ginger, garlic, cayenne pepper, horseradish. It's very pungent, but you sweeten it, so you add all these things. You can, I also like to add in blood orange and lemon for a little bit of a zesty thing. Uh, Rose hips you can put in there. And then you let it all sit in apple cider vinegar for, you know, anywhere from four to six weeks, strain it out, add honey, and then you just kind of you can add it to water, you can put it on your salad, you can take it straight if you're brave. Um, and that is really helpful in just supporting the immune system throughout the season as well. And yeah, if you make it yourself, you can customize it, and you can also purchase them at you know natural food stores. Um, who? I can let you know if there's, I can't think of a company off the top of my head that sells them, but there's a lot these days. Yeah.
0: I've seen them around. Um, Yeah. What do you recommend for your skin? Okay. So skin,
1: my my favorite practice in the winter or fall and winter is lymphatic brushing. So this is kind of a one-two punch where if you're, uh, if you get a kind of like hard, not hard, but like Rough brushed, what am I talking about? They're like, they're not marketed as a lymph like mover, but they're like a hard bristled brush. And you use it to dry brush your skin before you hop in the shower. And what that does is it supports your immune system and you're through your lymph system. So you're actually like manually moving the lymph in your body. And not only is that supportive to your overall uh, immunity and whole body health, but it's also. Supporting the exfoliation of your skin. And so you will have smoother, nice skin. And um, it just helps with circulation as well. So, you know, if boosting your immune system is not, you know, top priority, if you're doing some other things, it still is it just, it feels amazing. Like, have if you've done it before, it just is very invigorating. And then um, it is a season in terms of like topical care, it is a season of, um, you know, where there's a lot more dry, um, less humidity. So we're going to be feeling pretty dry. And um, that's kind of like an outside in and inside out thing. So staying hydrated is really important and drinking your herbal teas. But um, from the outside, making sure that you're not only moisturizing your skin. So from my line, I would do like flower bud and wild glow in combination as my morning ritual. And then I've actually been using the True Seeker Skin Salve as a protective layer. Like that's something that feels really amazing, you know, on damp skin, and that just gives you, you know, for your day, it gives you a little bit of added protection. Um, it, it's considered like an occlusive layer, so it keeps the moisture in and prevents the moisture from. Uh, what is that word? coming out of your skin expel
0: Uh, it's not the Uh, word i'm protruding
1: i'm losing losing (laughs) the word like i like just dehydrating that's not the word i'm thinking of but um yeah so taking an extra like extra care to keep the moisture in your skin um and doing the same thing at night. So making sure that you're still uh, massaging your skin and using your favorite oils. You can make your own, do that. I highly recommend it. Um, and then, well, part of the collection now is the full moon cleansing balm also, which is an amazing cleanser. Oh, that's my night. favorite thing ever.
0: i love it so much and
1: it lasts so long Mm -hmm. so it's you know you can use it it's not an over like uh, a very over cleansing experience so you're not gonna if you do it in the morning you can actually use it as kind of that like occlusive layer and add on the a little bit of oil and water or toner to that um and then do the same thing at night, and just staying consistent with it because our skin is gonna be feeling it, especially as we mm-hmm. come into to winter. And yeah, if there's there's some other, um, I'll just mention. So like shea butter is a really that's in the full moon cleansing balm, but shea butter, mango butter, beeswax. Um, there's a couple other butters, but those if they're combined with a little bit of oil and mixing them together and using that as your, well, you can't do that with beeswax, but with the, with the butters, combining that maybe like one to two with oil, you can create your own kind of like DIY occlusive thing if you need really like deep moisture. And I find that some people do need that, especially if you're living in, you know, very, very cold, frigid places Mm -hmm. uh, or high altitude places. I'm thinking of adding something like that to the collection, but I,
0: haven't yet but you'll get there next year
1: all all the whipped (laughs) things yeah but yeah those that's what i would recommend and um and yeah get outside get that sunshine when it's out Mm -hmm. like
0: really embrace
1: it it's good for your skin it's good for your immune system it's good for your spirit yeah
0: yeah i would say as a closing thought also is just be mindful during this season change and during this time. It is affecting us on so many different levels and it doesn't take that much time to support ourselves Mm -hmm. and to tweak what we're currently doing in a way that is suitable for this season and each season. And so just fall in love with the idea of nourishing yourself. And let it be fun. Let it be a part of what you do. And you'll notice it will make a a huge difference. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Randy Kay, a holistic health practitioner and educator that has been helping people heal through bodywork, therapeutic yoga, and self-care coaching for over a decade. My mission is to help people simplify the healing journey by amplifying their own inner wisdom and teaching seasonal self-care practices. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, or post it on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so I can see it and connect with you that way at NaturallyRandyK. You can also commune with me via email if you sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter, The Simple Letters you can sign up at naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter. That's naturally, r a n d i slash newsletter. And hearing from you in some way totally makes my life. And I always make sure to personally respond. And be sure to join me next time as the self-care conversation continues. Until we meet again, take good care and enjoy the journey.